Hi Angel, welcome back to another episode of the Holistic Honey Podcast. I am so glad you're here. This is your safe and soulful space to plug in and explore all things mental, emotional, energetic, and spiritual well-being and healing. This is a space where self-belief, your full potential, and your main character energy are going to become your norm and your non-negotiable. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Hello, Angel, and welcome back to another episode of the Holistic Honey podcast. I want to just start by saying I'm so sorry if you can hear me sniffle during this <laughs> during this episode. As it always happens, I, I literally jinxed myself, right? So last week or the week before, I was saying to my partner, we just like never get sick. We hardly get sick. I can't remember the last time we got sick. And, you know, as it goes... Jules ended up getting like super sniffly and sick and gross and snotty. Um, And I've managed to dodge it. But today, of course, it's Monday I'm recording. I've got so much to do this week. I've got a masterclass to run on Wednesday and I can fucking feel it coming on. I'm getting a bit sniffly, (sighs) the heaviness in the head, all of that. So anyway, just painting a sexy visual for you of my snotty face. But I wanted to apologize in advance if you hear any sniffles and my voice sounds weird. But putting that aside, I am super excited for today's episode and I felt really called to hit record and kind of just see where this goes because it's really the kind of catalyst and the starting point of when someone would usually reach out to me and seek some sort of guidance, mentorship, coaching and support. And it is when they can identify that they're living out of alignment and things just aren't feeling smooth and fresh and flowy. And often this kind of looks like or feels like we're at a bit of a crossroads. So things in life feel a bit bumpy, blocked, stagnant. So what I want to talk about today is, I guess, the telling signs that you may be living out of alignment and then what the fuck to do next. (laughs) So I'm going to be sharing the main I guess, blocks that I see and some telling signs. And then I'll be sharing some tips for moving forward with more confidence and ease once you can identify that you are living out of alignment. If you are listening to this, if you are invested in these episodes, invested in your own healing and growth and personal development, then it is likely you are a self-aware baddie who knows what it's like when you're living out of alignment, but I want to explore it regardless because there are sometimes some little signs that might be a bit cheeky and sneaky that we might not even notice um, is our mind, body, and soul letting us know that we are living out of alignment. So let's get into, I guess, the warning signs for the unaligned and the uninspired. (laughs) So if you've found yourself at a point where things are just feeling a little bit meh, let's talk about it. So the first one I want you to look out for is just that constant dissatisfaction. So this usually leaks into our jobs, our relationships, our daily routines, our mindset. Things just don't feel good and you don't feel lit up. So there's that ongoing sense of just discontent. And this is a really strong indicator that it's time for change. So 
for myself, I guess going back and thinking of the last time I was feeling this this dissatisfaction, it was really the main time for me or the most recent was when I, just before I started my business and I was in my nine to five and I was trying to push it down and be like, oh, you know, I'm being so ungrateful. Like, why am I feeling this way? And this might come up for you at times as well. I used to kind of shame myself for this dissatisfaction and it was kind of like, who am I to want more? And like, is there more? Do I deserve more? Um, And obviously this dissatisfaction is met with a lot of discomfort when we start to kind of visualize or explore, could I be doing something different? So I want you to just be mindful of that constant dissatisfaction. Um, And if that is something that you are connecting with and you can feel into that, then keep listening to this episode. (laughs) So the other, the other warning sign And this is one that a lot of people don't consider. And I think obviously I have a very holistic approach to healing and self-development and all of that. So often we forget how physical and emotional symptoms can come into play. So I am such a big believer, and I've said this before on previous episodes, we need to pay attention to our emotional and physical well-being. So What are the symptoms and often sometimes the physical manifestations that are coming up as a result of feeling stagnant and in that kind of state of constant dissatisfaction? So there might be stress, anxiety, depression, but even just like regularly getting sick. And funny I say that because I'm literally like getting sick at the moment. Touch wood. I don't want to fucking put it out there, but I think it's happening. But anyway, I remember when I was in probably a year or so period or a year and a half of me kind of trying to push this feeling to the side. I'm like, I'm in a full-time job. This should do me. Why am I feeling this way? And looking back and in hindsight now, I was taking so much sick leave and my body was just like throwing a tantrum. My immunity was fucking shot and I was regularly getting sick. So Our body has a really loud way of getting our attention if we're not paying attention to what's really going on. And usually the physical manifestations come to fruition when we're putting like we're pushing aside the emotional symptoms. So, you know, there's certain feelings and emotions that we might need to process some heaviness, the end of a chapter, end of an era a breakup, um, whatever it is that we're not allowing ourselves to sit with and process our body will usually be like, well, if you're not going to slow down and stop, bitch, I'll fucking make you, right? (laughs) So the physical and emotional symptoms is another warning sign to look out for if you are feeling unaligned and uninspired. The third thing is yearning and daydreaming. So this could look like, you know, you're thinking about all of the things that you would love to be doing all of the things you've been daydreaming of starting, but you haven't yet. And, you know, usually with the yearning and daydreaming, when we're in this stage, manifestation feels hard because we're stuck kind of where we are and we're in a specific mindset and we're kind of just from afar yearning and daydreaming, but we don't actually feel connected to what it is we're wanting to get to. And it's a bit foggy and it feels really far out of reach. So this is when manifestation is going to feel probably the hardest. You might read about manifestation. You might see reels or whatever on manifestation, but you're kind of like, yeah, that's cool, but doesn't seem to be happening for me. 
And often what happens in the yearning and daydreaming phase is we kind of just push it to the side and we just put it down to like, oh, it's just an idea. And then usually from here, we just get on with it. And as we know, when we push through and keep continuing down a path that's just like no longer serving us or it's starting to kind of be past its use by date, we can push it down. We can avoid it for so long, but this feeling is going to keep coming up. So if you were in this stage, you might find yourself really daydreaming and just thinking about a life that is possible for you, but you're feeling far away from it. So that's another one to be mindful of. So just a recap. First one is constant dissatisfaction. The second one is physical and emotional symptoms. And number three is yearning and daydreaming. So the fourth warning sign that I want you to be mindful of is comparisons and comparing. So this may look like you, you know, on your socials scrolling, you might even feel a bit annoyed by seeing people seemingly like living their best life and going on about how, you know, it gets to be easy and life is fucking good and business is looking good. More relationships are so balanced and whatever it is. Um, and you know, they might be starting their dream passion projects and you're wanting to celebrate them and be like, okay, yeah, good for them. But you can't help but kind of hold a mirror up and be like, what does this mean about me and where I'm at, right? So in the comparing stage, you can't help but project onto other people, I guess. And you think to yourself, like, what are they doing that I'm not? Or could I also be doing that? Could I be doing more? And I posted something the other day about, you know, there's three kinds of people in our lives and they're very important people. There's mirrors, expanders and teachers. Usually in the comparison stage, you'll be met with a lot of mirrors and they're people that are going to trigger the fuck out of us that we are comparing our life to. But often what's happening is we need to look a little bit deeper and think, where is their truth? to what it is I'm jealous of or envying. There is something about their lifestyle, the way they're living or seemingly living, whatever I'm looking at. And remember, socials is just a highlight reel. But either way, there's always truth to lean into when we are comparing. What does this mean for me? Could I also be doing this? So this is another really telling sign that we are probably feeling unaligned and uninspired So really starting to consider if there's anyone you can think of, maybe from the online space, in your workplace, a family member, a friend that you find yourself kind of in that comparisonitis with, (laughs) these people are mirrors reflecting our potential back to us. So even though it's triggering when we compare, because it's kind of icky and it's like, well, they're doing something I'm not doing. If we're feeling that surge and that emotionally charged feeling, it is because there is a part of us that knows we can fucking do that as well. So the people we are comparing ourselves to, they are really reflecting our potential back to us. So lean into these triggers. And I say to all of my clients that your triggers are your biggest teachers. So number four is comparisons. The next thing I want you to be mindful of if you are feeling uninspired and unaligned is you might catch yourself in a stage of avoiding and procrastinating. So this could look like, you know, thinking about an idea that you want to implement for self-improvement, self-care, you know, 
moving forward with an idea, a project, um, but you just continue to avoid it and procrastinate it. So you've got all of the ideas, you've got all of the tools. There's literally nothing standing in your way, but you are met with that procrastination and that avoidance. And then you beat yourself up, right? And then often what happens when we repeat this cycle is there's that self, that self-sabotage that weighs on you, right? And this process then repeats. It's daydreaming. It's thinking of an idea. It's knowing it's going to make us feel good. It's visualizing you doing it, but then we just don't do it and we pull back. And this is a really common pattern that I see within my clients. There is a whole heap of self-sabotage, which I do want to highlight if you're resonating with this and you can really connect with that cycle of, okay, I think I can do it. I know I can do it. There's a part of me that can move forward and get it done, but I'm not fucking doing it and I'm tapping out. Self-sabotage is something to work on and something I specialize in as well. So there is a lot to the self-sabotage. And if we keep tapping out of that and we keep just repeating this cycle, nothing is going to change. So starting to look into what is this self-sabotage? Where is it coming from? What am I afraid to sit with? What am I not seeing within myself, right? So number five is avoiding and procrastinating. Number six is feeling stuck and stagnant all the time. (laughs) So this may look like you feel stuck in kind of like a societal box or cage. And I can so relate to this. Um, I've spoken before about when I worked for the Department of Justice, I was working for the government and it was a very important job and there was a lot of cool shit that happened and I got so much out of it. But towards the end of my path, um, you know, in that space, I started to feel like I was just so, I don't know, bound by like red tape and just really like, oh, I don't feel comfortable following this process and this procedure that I don't even feel connected with. I don't agree with it. And I think for me at the time I was helping people and I was kind of like, well, you know, this is what I wanted to do and this is what I'm doing. I'm helping people, right? But why does it feel so shit? And why does it feel like there's so much red tape and, you know, me connecting with people is being vulnerable and connecting on a deeper level and not feeling like I need to follow these specific guidelines that are actually kind of creating more distrust and separating us. So for me, I can really resonate with that feeling like you're just stuck in that societal box or cage. And a lot of my clients start to feel this way when they're met with that discomfort of shit. I can tell that the path I'm on isn't working. It could be even a relationship you're in, you know, I'm, you know, in my thirties and I'm in this relationship and, you know, on paper, this is good. And on paper, we should get married and we should have kids. And this is the order that I've been told I should do things, but holy shit, this doesn't feel right. This isn't feeling aligned, right? Same thing with our business, same thing with whatever workplace we're in. Often we're met with this this feeling of I'm, I'm feeling trapped in a little bit of a, we can call it like a conformity kind of box as well. My family, society, the media, whatever, they tell me that this is what I should do and this is what's safe. This is what's socially acceptable. This is what's going to make me money. This is what's going to make me happy. But why is it feeling so not aligned, right? So This usually looks like, like I said, living a life that you thought you needed, 
but it's just not lighting you up. And if anything, it's actually draining you and doing the opposite. And usually what comes from this is you're then suffering from, you know, chronic fear of judgment whenever you think about actually breaking out and doing something big and bold and new and different. I was so fucking crippled with fear of judgment. It's not funny. When I left that world behind and I was like, right, I'm going to trust myself, trust my gifts, trust my vision and start my business and make a living from it and help other people and inspire other people. My fear of judgment took over and it was kind of like, surely these people are looking at me being like this fucking crazy bitch. What is she doing? Right. And there was so much consumption with what are other people going to think when I say this, when I do this, who am I to do it? Right. So often during this stage of feeling stuck and stagnant, you are so crippled by your limiting beliefs and the voice of the inner critic and This is usually what cripples us despite that really deep desire and inner knowing that we want newness and a new path and we are ready to pave the way. So I want to highlight that as well. Just because we've got that voice that's telling us it's safer if we don't make moves and it's safer if we stay, um, it does not mean that the path that you're daydreaming about isn't for you. And, you know, I'll I'll record a whole new podcast on this. I think I've been meaning to do this for a hot minute, but starting to tell the difference between that soul inner knowing and your intuition versus ego and fear. So how I usually put it to my clients is whatever instinctual feeling that we get, um, whether it makes sense to our logical mind or not is our intuition. And then usually what follows is a lot of thoughts that are trying to rationalize this feeling. So the thing with our intuition is often it doesn't always make sense to the logical mind. It's it's purely just a feeling, but we know that the feeling is right. When we get this feeling, it actually feels light. It doesn't feel like the heaviness of when our mental chatter is like, you can't fucking do it. Don't do it. Uh, you got to stay where you are, right? So Yeah. Number six is feeling stuck and stagnant and like you're kind of trapped in that societal box or cage and you want to conform. You feel like it would be easier to conform, but you know that that, that, that's just not the path for you. Right. And the last warning sign and something I want you to be mindful of. And I see this a lot through the clients that come through and work with me when they're at a stage of feeling out of alignment is conflict and strain in their relationships. So this isn't just intimate relationships. This can be, you know, relationships that are professional, uh, friendships, um, whatever kind of relationships you can connect to and whatever comes to mind when I'm talking about this for you in particular. But often living out of alignment can become really evident in our relationships So we might start to feel a lot of strain and conflict within the connections we have with people, or we're starting to feel like we lack deep, proper connection with the people in our lives. So the biggest thing that I hear when someone is spiritually and emotionally expanding and evolving, whether they like it or not, whether they're honoring it or not, what I often hear is I feel like all of the relationships in my life are changing. I'm either wanting to make my circle smaller. I want to cut off this friendship. I want to leave this relationship. Our relationships are always mirroring something back to us. And usually 
This is the first thing that we start to take notice of when we are changing and growing because we're forced to think, okay, if we are the company we keep, I feel like I'm changing. I'm wanting to grow. I'm wanting to expand my mind. I'm not wanting to stay stuck in this bubble, but are the people in my life supporting this or are they actually kind of not really being an expander for me, right? So when we aren't living authentically and feeling connected, I guess, to our true selves, we're going to struggle to connect with people properly. Um, And this is when we're going to start to notice conflict within our current relationships. There might be misunderstandings, arguments, and, you know, just generally feeling disconnected. Like I said, I hear it all the time. It's kind of like, okay, I'm, you know, I had this friendship group, but I'm just feeling like I don't want to go out with them much anymore. Or like they don't seem to be doing much else other than bitching or we're talking about the same old shit. And, you know, I say this to all of my clients because everyone that comes into my world, like you're, we're not basic bitches having one dimensional conversations, right? Like coming into my world and wanting to grow and evolve and expand and thrive in your lifestyle, your business, your relationships, wherever you're at. If you step into my world and you're at this point There's often going to be like the trimming of fat, (laughs) you know, there's, there's going to be, okay, what, what is the old shit in my life? I'm needing to let go of in order to create the space for new stuff to enter. And I've spoken about this a lot before on this podcast, right? If we're stepping into a new season of our life and we're needing to create space for new people to come through at, you know, this new level of awareness we have, people who are going to complement our growth and our expansion, often what happens is we're forced to look at our boyfriend, our girlfriend, our partner, um, our best friends, our friendship groups and think, are you... Are you coming along for this? Are you supportive of this? Can we grow together? Are you going to be able to hold space for me? Um, Energetically, does it feel good? Do I actually have a desire to hang out with you? Or are you actually representing an old part of me that just isn't aligned anymore? You know, and this is often really evident when we want to start a business or start a new chapter in our life, right? Usually what happens is we have the people that are super supportive and funnily enough, and I speak about this all the time with my business friends, often the most supportive people that are genuinely happy for you in business, you you notice are sometimes like random people you've met online. Often the people you expect to be the most supportive, you know, the friends that we grew up with, the ones from high school. Um, And this isn't generalizing, like obviously there's so many people in my life and I'm sure in your life that support you. But what I hear a lot and what I've experienced myself is sometimes the people you expect to be the most supportive can be the most triggered by your growth. So I always say, you know, when it comes to our relationships, when we are growing and expanding and evolving, the right people are going to be inspired by our growth and they're going to love the shit out of us regardless Um, even if they feel a little bit triggered, they're going to lean into it and be like, you inspire me, right? And I want to sit around that table that you're sitting at. For the wrong people and the people that are going to drop off regardless, for those people, they're going to be triggered as hell by your growth and your expansion. So I hear it a lot with the clients who are leveling up in their business. 
They are growing. They are spiritually awakening. They're tapping into their intuitive gifts. When these things happen in our lives, again, people are either going to be inspired and triggered. Either way, (laughs) this is great because it really shows us who's meant to be in our life, who's going to be, you know, serving a purpose in our life versus the people that just kind of aren't really needed in this next chapter. So just to recap, the warning signs for the unaligned and the uninspired, the first is constant dissatisfaction, physical and emotional symptoms, yearning and daydreaming, comparing, avoiding and procrastinating, feeling stuck and stagnant, and conflict and strain in your relationships. Okay, so we have gone through the warning signs and the main things to start to take notice of um, if you are at a stage of feeling unaligned and uninspired. So before we get into the tips for moving forward with more confidence and ease, I want to just let you know about some exciting new changes in my business and ways that you can currently work with me, especially leading into the new year. So at the moment, I have got two amazing ways to step into my world and work with me one-on-one close proximity. So the first way is my three session introductory package. So if you have been following me, listening to my podcast, and you have really been wanting to step into my world and try out one-on-one coaching, and you're wanting to dip your toe in and see what it's all about, the three session introductory package is literally perfect for you. So this is if you're at a stage like we've spoken about where you're kind of like, okay, I'm feeling stagnant. I'm feeling stuck. I'm really craving clarity and collection and connection and alignment in my relationships, my lifestyle, my habits, my mindset, my business. If that's something you are craving, the three session introductory package is going to be perfect for you. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes and you can have a little look. The other option, which literally like lights my fucking soul on fire, is my exclusive private holistic coaching. So this is kind of like for the women who are ready to just fully go fuck it, let's go all in. So I've recently changed my... um, my one-on-one long-term coaching from six sessions to 10 sessions. The reason being, I feel like sometimes we get to session four, five, six, and we really get some momentum. And then it's kind of like, oh my God, we've almost finished, right? So 10 sessions, I'm feeling really good about. If you are someone that really wants to connect with sustainable long-term change and vision, and you're wanting to really connect with me in real close proximity. This is the highest level of mentorship I offer. I will again, leave the link in the show notes, but this is for you. If you are ready to just evolve and thrive and just hit the full fuck it mode button, right? So I'll leave the link in the show notes, but let's get into the tips for moving forward with confidence, clarity, and ease. If you are living out of alignment currently. So my first piece of advice for you, and this is something that you are already doing, whether you realize it or not, through just listening to this podcast and connecting with what I'm saying and starting to just reflect on, I guess, how what I'm saying is relating to you and your life. Tip number one is self-reflection. So if we are wanting to make some changes and we have identified that things are feeling a bit icky, murky, um, not amazing, self-reflection is where we need to start. 
And with this, I guess, and this kind of rolls into all of the other tips, but with self-reflection comes developing deeper self-awareness. So if we are wanting change, it's starting to kind of look at, okay, where am I at now? Where do I want to be or how am I wanting to feel? And how does my current life or actions or thoughts or behaviors align or not with what it is I'm wanting? So what I see often is when we start to gather some clarity around what it is we are wanting and how we want to feel and how we want to live, usually what happens is you realize through self-reflection and some mindset audits and, you know, just the general self-awareness, you realize that often we are living more in line with our fears and what we hope isn't going to happen. And we're focusing so much on the worst case scenario and what people are going to think. Usually our actions and our thoughts and our behaviors are more in line with our fears as opposed to our genuine desires. So my tip for you, number one is self-reflection. If you're at a stage where you can connect with, you know, the comparing, the yearning, the daydreaming, the dissatisfaction, allow yourself to actually sit down and and reflect on where you're at, where you want to be, how you want to feel and what lays in between. It's really important to kind of work out what's working for you, what's not working for you, what stays and what goes. And again, this is where the mentorship and the close proximity and having a support, a coach, a mentor in your corner is going to really help with this. And you'll be so surprised at the pace you can move and, you know, the timeline jumps that are available to you when you do start to self-reflect and lean into this. So that is tip number one. Tip number two is getting crystal clear on your goals. So, you know, goal setting 101 is specific and achievable. What I see a lot and a huge block that I often see in manifestation, in business, in all of the things is we think we have a goal, but it's just not specific. It's not clear. And sometimes it's really unrealistic. So I'm not saying to not dream big and to be fucking, you know, a basic bitch. This is not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is if we have a goal, we need to have the self-reflection and the self-awareness in mind. So what I mean by this, an example is say, for instance, you are wanting to, I don't know, start a business or, you know, start your little side passion project, whatever it is. If you set a goal like you haven't even started yet, for instance, and then you've set a goal that in the next three months, I'm going to be making six figures and I'm going to have a huge list of clients and whatever it is, right? This is a good goal to have long-term, but if we are setting an unrealistic expectation that this is possible in three months, this is when we're going to be met with frustration and a lack of clarity. So it's about starting to get really clear on what your authentic desires are and being specific with it. How does it look? What is achievable, right? So again, <laughs> I just want to highlight, I'm not saying that this isn't possible. Um, and I fucking believe in miracles. Don't get me wrong. But from my experience, we often get really stifled and really frustrated when we want to set goals and we think we have a goal in mind, but we're not connected to the specific kind of broken down baby steps that are involved. So my tip for you is to get very crystal clear on your goals or even just setting intentions and making sure it is specific 
and it is achievable to the time frame. Okay. Again, having a coach or mentor is really going to help with breaking this down. I know for myself, before I worked with my own coach or mentor, I really struggled with goal setting. It seems silly because I'm just such a daydreamer and I'm a big dreamer and I'm always connecting to certain visions, but I didn't know how to set specific goals. And I realized what I was doing was I was kind of just like throwing a goal out there, but not connecting to what was achievable based on where I was currently. So there was nothing wrong with the goal I had, but it was probably more of a long-term goal and vision, but I wasn't being realistic about the baby steps and the things I needed to do within my realm before I timeline jumped, right? So number one, (laughs) self-reflection. Number two, clear goals. Number three, don't overwhelm yourself or overcomplicate it. Okay, this is similar to the goal setting, right? What I often see (laughs) is when we feel off track, we feel like to get on track and to feel better, we need to overdo it. We've gone from doing not much and feeling stagnant and stuck to wanting to go from like zero to hero and do too much. And what I often see is we'll add all of this stuff to our to-do list or we will overcomplicate it and feel like we need to overcompensate because we've been in this stagnant period, right? So my advice to you is don't overwhelm yourself and overcomplicate it. The best thing to do when we're wanting to get back on track, when we've identified that we've been living out of alignment, is to start to think, what are the basic habits and non-negotiables that I can start to connect with and absolutely nail and smash? Once I do this and I can be consistent enough with that, I'm going to build the momentum that I need to get to the next stage and unlock the next chapter, the next goal, the next journey, right? So tip number three, don't overwhelm yourself and overcomplicate it. It's going to be less daunting when we stop trying to overcompensate and do too much. That's probably not even realistic. An example I use, I used this on a podcast the other day. I was a guest on a podcast um, and I was speaking about this exactly. And, you know, say if we're using the example of exercise and movement and gym or whatever kind of movement you're wanting to get back into, I used to be someone that trained. There was a period in my life where I was training twice a day. That was just the lifestyle I was living. I had the time to do it. Um, I had flexibility. That's what my body needed at the time. Um, Whether I needed to train twice a day, probably not. But anyway, so when I had a break from that and then I wanted to get back in to training and movement a few years later, Instead of being realistic and being like, where am I at? What does my body need? My body has changed. My lifestyle has changed. Um, How can I just get back to just slowly working up to it instead of going balls to the wall? Instead of doing that, which I should have done, I went fully zero to hero. And I was like, well, this is how I used to do it. And this is what I used to have capacity for. And this is how much I used to be able to lift. So, right. I'm going from going to gym zero days a week and I need to go five days a week. Now, this might sound like a really great goal to have, but realistically, I was going from nothing to an unrealistic for myself goal of five days a week. So I was setting myself up for failure and disappointment because I would maybe only go once (laughs) and be like, well, fuck, I didn't go five days like I told myself. 
And then I would beat myself up. The self-sabotage cycle would happen, so on and so forth. So in hindsight now, if I actually stopped and thought, okay, let's forget about this old version of myself that was training a certain way, lifting a certain way, doing things a certain way, based on where I'm at now and what is achievable and realistic for me, let's work with what I've got currently as opposed to overwhelming myself. So I want you to think about where in your life currently you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to overdo it and overachieve and just starting to think, how can I honor where I am at and what is actually realistic without overcomplicating and without overdoing it? Okay. So tip number one, self-reflection. Tip number two, clear goals. Tip number three, don't overcomplicate it and do too much. (laughs) And number four, change of environment. This is a really interesting one because a lot of people, I think, don't fully lean into how how much our environment and our physical space plays a part. Not just our physical space, but who is within our physical space and in our realm. What environment are we in with whether it's workplace, the company we keep, the house we live in? We can also then bring this down to even just the physical space of the cleanliness, right? Are you constantly surrounded by clutter and chaos and you're wondering why your mind is a busy place to be, right? So starting to do a little bit of an audit on your environment, your physical environment, your energetic environment, and the company you keep. <laughs> this is this is huge and something I think that is really underrated. We often think about the goals and we connect to these big goals, but we forget to just look at what are we surrounded by currently? What needs to go? What needs to be cleaned? What needs to be cleared before we can actually have that mental, emotional, energetic capacity to take on more or to do more. So starting to maybe even just as you're listening to this, if you're in your space, in your house, in your car, wherever you are, look around and consider your environment. Is it expanding you? Is it charging you? Or is it maybe just draining you? What needs to change? What stays? What goes? That is tip number four. Tip number five is connecting with others. So my advice to you, if you are dreaming about this new chapter for yourself, this new avenue you want to take that lights you up and inspires you, don't keep it to yourself. Make it real. Make it a reality by talking about it. I remember when I had the idea to start my own business and work for myself and help people the way I wanted to help people and It was so exciting and so inspiring, but the thing that held me accountable the most was telling people about it. People I trusted, my safe people, people who believed in me because there was times when I was playing it small and I had friends or family that were like, what are you doing? Like, keep going, go for it. Like, oh, didn't you say you were going to do that? Like, have you done it yet? You know? Again, be mindful of who you tell, but I want you to get excited and celebrate the things that you're excited about, right? So connect with others, find your safe people and the people that believe in you and talk about it. It is so important to have those people to hold you accountable. And again, I will you know, say it till I'm black and blue in the face. This is where coaching and mentorship also comes in. 
having a support in your corner who has done it, who has been there or who is doing it or something similar. They get it, but they see your potential, even if you don't or on the days that you don't feel connected to it. Having someone to talk to, to, you know, expand you to believe in your dreams. It is so important. So connect with others and don't keep things to yourself, right? Number six is limiting your distractions and not over-consuming. So we spoke about the warning sign of comparison. So kind of going off the back of this, being really, really mindful of what you're consuming and is it making you feel energized and inspired or is it actually just making you doubt yourself and feel further away from your path and your journey? It's okay to have people to look up to, but often what I see is a lot of my clients will be like, okay, I'm trying to build my business. I'm trying to really like trust the season I'm in, trust the stage I'm in. I'm only in the early stages. What's what's within my reach? What are the small girls, you know, the baby steps? They're trying to focus on that, but they are comparing their path and their journey and their own unique gifts and skills with someone on the internet that has firstly nothing to do with them And secondly, is just at a completely different stage in their business or in their life, right? You might relate to this in regards to relationships and really wanting a relationship or to start a family or to buy a house, whatever milestone you've got that you're wanting to work towards. Limit the distractions, stay in your own lane. When we have the clear specific goals and we are mindful of our environment and we connect with the right people and we're not over-consuming, It is going to be a reality for you. I promise you that. But limit your distractions and just be mindful of the stuff that we might think is meant to inspire us, but it might actually be just not fucking helping. Or, you know, we're just mindlessly scrolling and focusing more and giving more time and energy and attention to someone else and their path versus what the fuck we're doing and what's in our control. So number six limit distractions. (laughs) And number seven, the final tip, and I've peppered and sprinkled this throughout, but I'm going to say it again, accept and seek support and mentorship. So recently I got to a stage in my business where I was like, okay, things are feeling good but I'm feeling like just a little bit too much in my comfort zone. Like things are working, but you know, I'm the type of person that's always wanting to level up and challenge myself. And I identified that I kind of just wasn't right. So the first thing I thought of is I need an expander in my life. I need a mentor. I need someone who is going to not only hold me accountable, but help me connect with my long-term big fucking vision and my why. So I signed up with a mentor and it has been fucking incredible. Even after talking to her the first time and just talking about my business and having a fresh set of eyes and someone who was like, hell yeah, like you're not even scratching the surface of like what's possible for you. It was so energizing and my energy has been so fucking different since starting with her. And, you know, I'm very big on going through stages in life where we need to trust ourselves and navigate things by ourselves with with that connection to our intuition and trusting ourselves, all of that. But we always need support in our corner regardless, right? So my tip for you, number eight, is accepting and seeking support and help. 
drop the fucking ego. Sometimes we are so caught up in that narrative that we have to navigate it alone, do it all of alone, do it all alone. You know, I've had that narrative. It's me, myself and I, I work for myself. I'm a sole trader, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't mean I have to do it alone. I need support. I, you know, I'm someone who thrives in an environment where I can talk to people and bounce ideas off them and, you know, talk about big dreams and and visions and goals. So if you are at a stage where you are feeling unaligned and uninspired, trust me, reaching out and finding someone who you can talk to and connect with and who is going to be an expander for you, especially in the coaching and mentorship capacity and that close proximity is an absolute game changer. So just recapping the tips for moving forward with more confidence and ease if you are currently living out of alignment. Number one, self-reflection. Number two, clear goals. Three, don't overwhelm yourself and overcomplicate it. Four, change of environment. Five, connect with others. Six, limit your distractions. And seven, accept and seek support and mentorship. My love, today was a big one and I am hoping you got something really beneficial or a lot of things really beneficial from this chat. And like I said, if you can identify that you are at this stage where you're feeling unaligned, uninspired, and you know that there's more out there and more for you to delve into and tap into. And, you know, I always say we can live like an ordinary life, but that's pretty fucking boring. Like let's take your life from ordinary and maybe blocked and stagnant to fucking blooming and thriving and extraordinary, right? You were put on this earth to live out your soul purpose. And I promise you that when you start to make even just those baby steps and those little moves in that direction, things are going to flow and you are going to start to feel that momentum. And that is what it is all about. Like I said, I'm going to leave the, um, the private coaching details in the show notes. I've got the two offers. I've got the three session intro package. If you're wanting to dip your toe in And then for the honey who is wanting to just go balls to the wall and absolutely smash it and see really what they're fucking made of, then I've got the exclusive private holistic coaching, which is 10 sessions. Like I said, you know, we're approaching the end of the year. It's so easy to just kind of be like, let's wait till next year. But I'm a very big believer in like success sometimes starts at the end of a year when we're like, okay. Let's focus on what didn't work, what we want, and let's not fucking wait. Let's actually hit the full fuck it mode and let's do it. So if that's where you're wanting to meet me, I will leave the um, the link in the show notes and I cannot wait to connect with you. Until next time, much love and be well.